1: And some folks were looking flawless. Yes. Issa Rae always looks good. Like, always. Always. You know, there are a couple. Regina. Of people, Regina. <sighs> Regina Hall. Is she aging? No. Backwards. Benjamin Button. Yes. Pharrell. That's somebody who I want to. My God. <laughs> Pharrell, has, is, Pharrell is 60,000 years old. Okay. Oldest time. And that man looks like he has a new fresh layer of skin every day. Yep. Also, side note, we still haven't seen those those triplets. Show us the babies. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Pharrell, I feel like Will Smith has really good skin. Yeah, Jada has really good skin. Jada has very good skin. You know who else has very good skin? Who? Gabrielle Union. Yes. Gabrielle Union is without flaw on that face. She's showing us the the workout routine. Why won't she show us her skincare? Drop the skincare routine, Gabby. You know who else I like to see? Who? Tracee Ellis Ross. She, but she posts a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Okay. So I Tracy like Ellis Ross, and- she was Jade rolling. I was like, okay, well now I got to purchase the Jade roller. She was doing this other one that looked like it had like spokes in it. And she was rolling on her face. I was like, well, now I have to go get that. She always has a face mask on. She's always doing like some massages. I just do whatever she's doing, but it don't. They don't turn out the same. You maybe know, maybe it's used, because my products ain't right. Sometimes I feel like it's the products, and I used to really be into the makeup, and I realized, hey, that makeup is no good if that skin underneath there is, <laughs> not, is not right. I'm Titi, and I'm Zakia, and from Spotify Studios, this is Dope Labs. <gasps> So today we're talking about skin skin. and we're covering all things skin. Skin that's too dry. Skin that's probably too oily. Skin that is loose and hanging down some. Yeah, there's that, how you nip and tuck. Skin you trying to tighten up, skin you want to plump, skin you want to rejuvenate. Yeah, how to protect it. How to, if you got skin that's good, how do you keep just that skin? How Mm -hmm. do you keep that skin intact? Mm -hmm. Not just on your face, on your arms and legs too. Mm -hmm. Cause some of y'all not washing them. We heard about it. And this isn't an episode just for women. This episode is for everybody. Contrary to popular belief, Skincare is something that's important to all of us. Don't think just because you have a beard, that's enough. It's not. <laughs> it's not. So what do you put on your face to try and achieve a glow? I have a whole body routine. Okay. And some of this stuff, I know you know how wild it is because you've been with me from the... Yes. <laughs> from, the in, from the inception. <laughs> yes, when I first was like, we can make body scrub with, with the scrap Coffee grounds. From the kitchen, yeah. Because I had some hyperpigmentation on my legs. And Zakia, I was like, this stuff ain't never going to go away. And Zakia said, oh, yes, it will. <laughs> Come into the kitchen, friend. <laughs> and she made a whole mason jar full of, it was like coffee grounds, coconut oil, mm-hmm. some other some stuff. Some like essential oil stuff Check in Check the show notes. She's going to drop the, the recipe. I'm going I'm to cook y'all up. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is my friend's stuff. I'm going to try it. And so every night I would use this coffee scrub on my legs. It was so good. It was so good. It was probably one of the best body scrubs I have ever owned in my life. And it was free. I got it from my friend. And let me tell you something. That hyperpigmentation I had on my legs, gone. Scrubbed it away. It, it I all just went. Scrubbed it away. <laughs> I don't even really understand how that works because I, I felt like I was doing all the right things. And then all of a sudden... Zakia shows up with this this magical jar of elixir yeah. and it changed my life. And I'd like to just point out, you know, this may feel similar to another story you've heard about TT giving me instructions on a homemade thing. Okay. Well But the output but, is different. I just okay. like to know. But the, Okay. So <laughs> she's talking about how she how she made that banana bread in her in her hair. And so if you haven't heard the story, go back to lab two, Edges Snatched. And you'll hear the banana breadhead story. But what I also want to note again is that I just mentioned it in passing. I didn't tell her to go do it. I didn't say, oh, this would be so good for you. I said, this is what I heard. I hear a lot of things. And I was just telling her what I had heard. Yeah, it's it's on me. Really got to evaluate your sources. (laughs) You know, too trusting. Too trusting. (laughs) You can trust me. (laughs) No, I can't. (laughs) So I think, you know, I'm going on vacation in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a couple of weeks and I feel like I haven't been on a vacation that is like not working, not doing some type of something related to work Mm -hmm. in a really long time. Yeah, that's very true. And so I'm ready to unplug. But before I can unplug, I need to get some glow first. And so starting with my face, I have been doing these, um, using this face wash that has it's supposed to be an exfoliating face wash, but it doesn't have any grains or gristle or whatever. It doesn't have right. any of that it's stuff not in a, it. it's not like a physical exfoliant. Yeah, it's a chemical, chemical face exfoli- wash. Yeah. And so I'm trying to be careful because when you do that stuff, you know, it makes you sensitive to the sun. So then I'm like, okay, now I got to up my SPF, my SPF <laughs> and, and put on some sunscreen because I'm out in the sun more. And you put me onto some sunscreen mm-hmm. so that I don't look like Casper the the ghost. Right, because that's what you don't realize. Well, that a lot of people don't realize is that... That white cast that that sunscreen puts on you. Fifty shades of gray. It makes it makes black people look crazy. Yes. And we want to be protected from the sun, too. And we always have to sacrifice looking like our regular selves. And then we look like we're casket ready. Yes. (laughs) when We have that. Yeah. When (laughs) we have that sunscreen on. So there's a sunscreen that is called black girl sunscreen that is made by a black woman. And it is so sheer and it is so moisturizing. So, that I swear by it, that's what I use over my whole body. Yes. So, doing that, exfoliating, getting all that winter skin off, washing my troubles away, <laughs> and then putting on SPF. And then, you know, I'm not gonna take y'all all into the serums and moisturizers, but if you've been following me on Instagram, you've seen me do a face mask routine. And then for the body, you gotta have a whole body scrub, mm-hmm. and you really gotta hit those elbows and knees. Those are tough areas. I know you feel that that skin is not like the other skin, so you need to do something different. I have one of those exfoliating sheets. Mm-hmm. I'll do a scrub and then come back with a sheet. It's like coarse. It's like coarse sandpaper, and mm-hmm. then fine, right? I'm coming back to really smooth out those those patches. Exactly. And I, I'm the same way. So I, and in, instead of a sheet, I have a body brush. Mm-hmm. So I have one for pre-shower. So I do a a dry scrub of my body. A dry brush, yeah. To, to just get like all the dead skin up. Then I shower. And then while I'm in the shower, I have another softer brush that I put soap on. And I use that again all over my body to really get all that dead skin off. Yes. And in the age of not taking a shower, not scrubbing your legs, it's important to really you know people have been talking about this <laughs> yeah. stuff and so I think we really need to right that said she shaves her legs and that's washing her legs that ain't washing her no, legs no that's not But them legs dirty they're dirty and what about your ankles boo <laughs> like and so I think you gotta think about that <laughs> oh stuff oh my god so I believe in scrubbing all of those areas and then I have like pumice stone Mm-hmm. even for scrubbing under my nails I have a little brush at my sink in my house to just really it's very you know, bougie <laughs> But you got to get that stuff out from under there. Yeah, my under my nails. I have a whole meal under my nails right now, so. I'm going to get you a brush. Don't worry about it, friend. Thank you. <laughs> so this episode is going to be a little bit different. And a whole lot of fun. Yes. So our guest for today is not a scientist, but she is an expert. Yes, the authority. The absolute authority. So everything she says, take it as Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we have the authority on all things skincare. So we're going to handle the science. TT, I always go to you whenever there's anything listed in my skincare and I'm like, does this really work? <laughs> it says nanoparticles. Is that true? Yeah. yeah, so I will be covering everything that has to do with the nanomaterials that are that is in skincare and some of the chemistry. And Zakia, I always go to you if it's if it has anything to do with something that has a cell <laughs> which is all skin. Yeah. I'm asking Zakiya because I'm like, I don't know how this works. It's saying that it's going to renew my skin. Is that possible? Let's get to it. Let's jump into the recitation. All right. So we're going to start out with all things skincare. You got to understand skin first. Most of you listening have skin. Okay. And so your skin is made of three major layers. There's the epidermis, which is the top layer that's exposed to the air and everything else. Beneath the epidermis is the dermis, or what you'll hear people call the dermal layer. And then underneath that is subcutaneous fat. So the epidermis is really a a thin layer. It's that top layer. And then the dermis is the second layer under that. And it's a lot thicker. And that's where like your hair follicles and sweat glands are. You might remember us talking about that in lab two as well. And then underneath the dermis is the subcutaneous fat. And actually in the subcutaneous fat layer... It has connective tissues that keeps your dermis, like so it keeps the skin that we see attached to your muscles and bones underneath. You lose that fat, and that's when you start to get... Droopy? Droopy. I was like, snoopy? That's not right. Yeah. Uh, you get your skin looking droopy and saggy. So one important thing that is a part of your skin is collagen, and it's found in all three of those layers that Zakia was talking about. And collagen is the most abundant protein in your whole entire body. And it, ha- it plays a major role in your skin, your muscles, your ligaments, and tendons. Collagen fibers, they give support. So collagen is one of those major uh, support proteins, but also elastin. So people often talk about skin elasticity uh, to give your skin flexibility and strength. So collagen and elastin are two kind of major components of keeping that skin looking healthy. So let's talk about what we have questions about. I want to know... What are the chemicals that are in some of these products and are they truly beneficial? Yeah, I want to know what's the what's the cheat code, right? What do I need to do for just baseline, glowy, dewy, healthy skin? Right, I know I'll never look like Issa Rae. I'll never have those cheekbones. But I want to try and get as close as I can. Yeah. And so I want all the tips and tricks. Yeah, I want that. So one of the things I want to know is There are a lot of Instagram skincare companies. Is some of this stuff fake? Like, what's just a fad and what's real? Mm -hmm. What do I really need and what could I do without? And then if we know we're losing certain components of our skin as we age, how do we add them back? Can you just add them back with a multivitamin or should you be, you know, spreading it on? (laughs) What's the best way? Do I need to ingest this vitamin or do I need to lay it on top of me? A vitamin blanket. (laughs) A vitamin E blanket, a collagen blanket. That's what I need to be sleeping with. So another thing that I want to know is how our skin interacts with the outside environment. Like, how does the air, like, w- like when you live in like a drier climate right. or a more humid climate, like here, how does that affect your skin? Yeah. And are there even long- Are there long-term effects? Should I be living somewhere different if I want this skin to be dewy? All I know is that DC2 human and I gotta get out of (laughs) here. Okay, so let's get into the dissection. And for today's lab, we have the... Joanna Simkin.
0: Hi, this is Joanna Simkin, and I'm a makeup artist. Um, You can find me at joannasimkin.com, or my Instagram is joannasimkin, or my Twitter, where I'm very unfiltered, is joannasimkin, and that's J-O-A-N-N-A-S-I-M-K-I-N.
1: Yes, if you don't know who Joanna Simkin is, go straight to Instagram right now. And put in Joanna (laughs) Simpkin or just hashtag Joanna Simpkin and look at all of the people that she's done makeup for. She's done makeup for everyone you know and love. I work
0: with Issa Rae all the time, um, who we love. I work with Zayn Malik, um, formerly of One Direction, Willow Smith, Kerry Washington, Storm Reid.
1: Let's talk about Issa Rae on that Essence cover. Come on, somebody. Oh, my gosh. Issa looked flawless in that spread and... Joanna just has this really beautiful way of just enhancing what is already there. Like, Issa Rae is a beautiful woman. Uh-huh. And she didn't, like, make her look not like herself. She just, like, really knows how to place that stuff and just make you shine.
0: I would never want you to run into Issa in the grocery store and be like, I did not even recognize you. You know what I mean? Like, that is crazy. And I I generally feel like on my clients, like... I don't like to see a ton of compliments under my clients' pictures of, I love your makeup. Like, I like sometimes, like, oh, I love the eyes or that's a great lip color. But, like, my favorite thing, not that Issa doesn't have beautiful skin, but my favorite comment under her pictures is, like, drop the skincare routine, sis. And I'm like, thank you. Good, good. I want you guys to think that she's got, got, like, a tap of foundation on and that's just her skin. And she does have beautiful skin. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, that's that's the type of comments I like to see.
1: (laughs) She also works with Regina Hall, Marseille Martin. Hannah Bronfman. Hannah Bronfman, yep. So who else would I go to for all the Black Girl Magic skincare? Unlock the vault and show me what's inside.
0: I am obsessed with skincare and I get a lot sent to me. So it's funny because they say you should kind of like try something for like 30 days to like really see how your skin... And I'm like, I'm such a skincare whore. But I do find things that I love um, and I'll stick with them. We
1: asked Joanna, what is the key skincare routine? And so we're just going to break it down. We're going to give you the science
0: behind all of it. Buckle look. What is the first step? I used to just wash my face. And then I realized that, like, actually removing the makeup before you wash is so important. Like, micellar water, to my knowledge, is oil, like, suspended in water. So it, it's like a, a less oily version with still the action of an oil breakdown of makeup. I really love the Bioderma one, but I've gotten them from multiple brands. And um, I just love the Bioderma one. I think it just takes off everything. Micellar water. It is oil and water.
1: Inside of that water, you have micelles. That's what your oil is. And a micelle is made up of surfactant molecules. And our surfactant molecules have a hydrophilic head and a hydrophobic tail. And so you have all these molecules that are in this water and the hydrophobic part of it, so they, it doesn't like water, they all aggregate together and form this sphere that's called a micelle. Then you introduce dirt by putting the micellar water on your skin. Those hydrophobic tails attach to all the dirt. And then the micelle reforms into that sphere and takes the dirt away. So what you're getting rid of is a micelle with the dirt trapped inside. The dirt's trapped inside the sphere. Some of y'all are just using, you know, these micellar water on a cotton ball mm-hmm. and jumping right in the bed and thinking that's enough. That's not quite it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's another step. There are a couple more steps. hmm
0: So Joanna says that after your micellar water comes the cleanser. I prefer gentle cleanser. I used to use more harsh when I was younger and my skin was a little more oily. Now I find, I like a mild cleanser. Right now I've been using um, this like Waso one that's like, it's got, I think like honey in it. It's like really hydrating, but my skin just feels really fresh when I'm done with it. And with cleanser, it works kind of like the micellar water, but the
1: cleanser probably has different components. Yeah, so probably some strong, some a uh, combination of surfactant molecules. So a combination of molecules that are going to help you get even more dirt off and really yeah. down into those pores. Deeper clean. Yeah, so use those circular motions, y'all. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So now we've hit getting all the dirt off of your face. But now we're getting to something that you talked about, Mm TT renewing that skin. So I think there's something that we really take for granted. And that's making new skin cells. Mm. Our body makes new skin cells from the bottom of the epidermis layer. And then they just travel up to the top and they flake off. So that process from your skin cells, uh, making new skin cells at the bottom of the epidermis and traveling up to the top, that's about a month. Right? And so... One of the ways that people renew skin is to exfoliate. They take that top layer of dead skin cells. How do they get it off? Exfoliation is the key. Yes. I need baby skin every day.
0: (laughs) People go back and forth about manual versus chemical exfoliation. I am a crazy person. I like both. (laughs) Um, I get these like little, like egg shaped scrubber things like off Amazon, like a pack of 12 or like $2 or whatever. And I'll use them for like a week or two until they completely lose their integrity. But I'll like also like put my cleanser in that and like really get into my pores. Um And I've done that since I was like 14. And I swear that's why I really, really get pimples because it really exfoliates. For me, it might be too harsh for some people. So I'm not like saying everyone go do that. But Exfoliating is key, regardless. I only use chemical exfoliators.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, because the manual ones, I felt like it was too like harsh, harsh on my skin. I felt like my pores were getting really big. Mm. It might have all been in my mind, but I only use chemical exfoliators, so salicylic like acid, hyaluronic acid, things like that. And I just lay that acid on my face. Sometimes I'll put it. I'll put my <laughs> my cleanser on, and I'll just let it sit on my face for five minutes before I wash it off. I really want that acid to get deep down in there. You know, I think acids get a bad rep because people think of acids and they start thinking about like battery acid, you know, <laughs> or they're like, oh, chemicals, it's not good for me. Right. And I think it's important for people to remember we are made of chemicals. Yeah, head to toe. Head, ruta to the toota. <laughs> we should have <laughs> no. that. That's my favorite thing to say. <laughs> so, you know, I mentioned AHA, Alpha hydroxy acid is derived from sugarcane, milk, almonds, grapes. It's there. Yeah, I mean, and there's even acids in like oranges and lemons and stuff like that that are also very good for the skin. And the way acids help you get rid of, or particularly like AHA and BHAs, help you get rid of your skin cells or help you exfoliate, is that those skin cells, don't think of them as just sitting up there all alone floating around, Mm -hmm, they're connected to each other, right? They're connected. So they're connected left to right on each side of each other and to the layer of skin cells that are beneath. And so acids break down those connections between those skin cells and makes it easier for them to come off.
0: After I wash, I will tone depending on if certain times of the month, I definitely need like a little more of like a pimple fighter. And I just love good old Neutrogena. They have one called Acne Stress Control, which I think is amazing. Like it really attacks like my hormonal breakouts for like about I use it about eight days in the month like and we all know around the time that we're gonna need to use it and then the rest of the month sometimes I'll use I love like fresh makes this rose water toner which is basically just like a hydrating cleansing yeah, I don't know it just feels like a really nice and refreshing and I do it on a cotton ball cotton ball or cotton pad it just kind of gets all the rest of the um all of the residue off. And I also like to use reusable cotton pads because I really care about the environment. And I found out cotton is a very dirty crop. So I'm trying to really, and if you think about it, most cotton comes in a plastic bag. So you're just creating a ton of waste. So yes, reusable cotton pads. Um, Same thing for when I remove my makeup, I get these black microfiber ones. So you don't see all the mascara on them. You throw them in the wash. It's amazing. So toner is something
1: that it's not one size fits all. You can't just walk into the store and just pick up any old toner and say, this is going to work for me. It's really important to know your skin. One thing that all toners have in common is that they all have alcohol. And so what it its main purpose is to do is to close up your pores and prep you for the next step. But depending on your skin type, you might be looking for other ingredients. Like if you have oily skin, you might want something that has like, say, let's say like acid in it. If you have drier skin, you want something that's more moisturizing. So maybe you'll choose something that has rose water or something like that in it. Um, But it really depends. A popular ingredient in toner is witch hazel. And sometimes people just use witch hazel itself as their toner. And this is an extract from a plant or an herb. And it has properties that have been shown to kind of be anti-aging. And if you think back to what we said at the top, uh, elastin and collagen are part of these. There are these fibers that are in all the layers of your skin, but those things get broken down. And so witch hazel has properties that prevent the breakdown of collagen and elastin and keep that skin looking tight. If you would have asked me where does witch hazel come from, I would have been like, I don't know, probably some lady named Hazel. That nobody liked or something? I've been seeing lately witch hazel blowing up and I just bought at Target this little small travel bottle of witch hazel that's like cucumber witch hazel. And it smells like cucumber, but I'm like, is it, I don't know if it's just cucumber fragrance or if does cucumber have properties? Well, you know, people used to put cucumbers on their eyes in the older mm-hmm, movies. Mm-hmm. They would have the cucumbers on the eyes at the spa. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just bathe in witch hazel. It seems like that would be expensive. And probably... <laughs> not good for the skin. <laughs> not, not good for, for, all, for skin. all skin. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's pretty cool, right? This is really good because it shows like your skincare routine can be all natural. It's from the earth. Straight from those plants. I like it. <laughs> okay. So now we've gotten to the point where we have stripped ourselves all the way down. Our skin is completely clean. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about how to build your skin back up. we're back. Now that our skin is clean, right? what do we need to put on our skin
0: to get us to get that glow? Let's build it back up. I'm super into essence. A lot of people swear by the SK-2 one. I think it's like the biggest selling essence. It's pretty pricey. Fresh created one called the uh, Black Tea and Kombucha Essence. I love the texture of it. It's a watery texture, but it leaves this like really soft like your skin feels like a baby's butt, literally. One of the things that I really like is when I have
1: skincare that feels smooth or slippery. You know what I'm saying? Like it's uh-huh. not all tacky. It doesn't feel crazy on my face. What what material gives me that feeling? It's actually silicone. Mm. Like silicone Valley silicone? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Silicone is what gives your moisturizers and vitamins, that that extra slippery feeling. It's just the nature of that material. And it's really important to put those those types of moisturizers on first. The ones that are really slippery and wet, they those should come in contact with your face first so that it can absorb all of those things. Mm. Because if you put on something that's way too heavy and then you try and put on the the slippery, slick stuff. The lighter stuff. The lighter stuff, it won't penetrate through that thicker cream that you put on top. So start off with the the slick. Silicone based stuff and then work your way to the heavy stuff. And then work your way to the heavy stuff. Stop putting Vaseline on (laughs) and then putting on serums. It it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like
0: that. No. Then I will go into my vitamins. (laughs) So I love like either like a vitamin C. There's one I love from Sunday Riley called, I think it's called CEO, which is like their vitamin C serum. Vitamin C is absorbic acid and it
1: really helps with collagen synthesis. It helps with the elasticity.
0: It helps with your skin looking like plump, but it also helps you look brighter. My thing uh, for brightening in general, which would be like a vitamin C or um, some stronger ingredients like hydroquinone, if you're having some discoloration, are really good, especially like on... Brown skin, the hydroquinone, especially on everybody, I think vitamin C is like a great ingredient unless you are sensitive to it, which some people are. I just want to look like the sun walking around.
1: (laughs) I want to walk out my house and people be like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? You look so good. It's just me. It's just me. me. (laughs) It's just me. I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa. Well, Do you remember those wasn't their artist named Vitamin C? Yeah. Back when we were in like middle school or high school. It what was the happened? same woman that did that. She did the song, that graduation song. Yes. That, that everybody oh, was playing. Oh my gosh. I know what you're talking about. So you can get vitamin C in a lot of different ways. You can use serums, you can use creams. Some people just sell concentrated vitamins and things like that. You could take pills. But one thing that I did that I don't know if it actually worked, but uh, I was actually just taking lemons from the grocery store, squeezing them, and then using a cotton pad and then rubbing lemon juice on my face. So I was getting that vitamin C direct to the skin, straight from the source. And I felt like it was amazing.
0: I felt like I looked great. You did. <laughs> then I'll do an eye cream. There's a Shiseido one that I love. I have to look up the name of it. It's in like a skinny white tube. I have to pull it up, but it's like my favorite eye cream right now. And I like an eye cream that's actually not too heavy. I think people go way too heavy on eye cream, and that's how you end up getting all the little milia, which are those little like hard bumps that you can kind of get around your eye. It's really delicate skin, and people will clog those pores with too heavy. So people like these really rich eye creams. Like, I need moisture, I need moisture. And it's you need moisture, but like not to the level that you think you do, and you're clogging. I remember a long time ago, I read something that said that you should be putting your so you're not too rough with that, you should be putting your eye cream
1: on with your ring finger, something where you don't have, you know, we can press all hard with our index finger, but with it's harder a little bit with your to press with your ring finger for most people. I see you pressing pretty hard though. Peter. Yeah, I don't feel a difference. I'm like press lightly so much that you're not even moving the rest of your hand. That's so light. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to be treating that area. It is tender. Mm. So a lot of eye creams have stuff like caffeine, which actually can constrict blood vessels. So you won't see your blood vessels because the skin is so thin. So you can see blood vessels sometimes underneath people's eyes, particularly people with paler skin. Mm. And so you get caffeine so you can kind of constrict those blood vessels. But that seems counterintuitive. I feel like I want the blood to flow. (laughs) You know, I don't know about you, but I want to keep those blood vessels at 100 percent capacity. Maximum (laughs) flow through. So then maybe you shouldn't drink so much coffee. That's not what the, no. um, This is,
0: okay. That's uh, that's different. All right, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So the next step after that is hydration. I kind of rotate with my my moisturizers depending on how my skin's feeling. Um, And sometimes I'll add an oil into it if I feel really dry or like in the winter. There is a oil that I love called supernal, which is like an antioxidant. Extreme glow oil. I love the feel. I love the smell. So sometimes I'll just use that as my moisture, or sometimes I'll drop it into an additional moisturizer for like extreme moisture. And I rotate my moisturizers. I use Shiseido. I use Philosophy. Um, I mean, I just use all kinds of moisturizers. Lancome makes really nice ones. But I'm a big fan of face oils in general. Like if you really need the extra hydration. And just in general, I think not even if, I think like people think I'm oily, I don't need to add oil. But oil is great for your skin in general. And like to that whole conversation about like micellar and makeup remover, like oil does break down other oils. So sometimes by default, adding oil to oily skin is not going to make you oilier. It's actually going to help control your oil because your skin's going to have oil on it. So the natural reaction for your oily skin is to send more oil to the top because it thinks you need it. But if the oil is already there, your skin is not going to react that way. So sometimes even oilier people should be using more oil.
1: So one of the things to understand is we have glands that produce oil in the dermis. So that's right under our epidermis. And oily skin isn't all bad. The thing is you want to find the right balance. Sometimes people have really oily skin, so they make a lot of oil, and that might lead to them getting um, zits or pimples. Pimples and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But... You oil is good for you because it actually like helps preserve your skin. And people with oily skin tend to have thicker skin and fewer wrinkles. Mm. The key is to yes, you might want to get away get rid of the extra oil, but don't take away the good oil. Yeah. You so know? you
0: don't want to strip it all the way down. Yeah, don't
1: strip it all the way down.
0: And then I do sunscreen. <laughs> I love like the glossier one. It's really great. It's like clear. It also gives a nice glow. So, like, even after piling all that on, it, like, it weirdly, like, mats and glows at the same time. So that's my last step before makeup.
1: Sunscreen is a really important step when it comes to, like, having healthy skin. Like, not just sunscreen for your face, head-to-toe sunscreen. None of us should really be going outside when the sun's blazing like it has been without that protective layer on.
0: And I like a clear sunscreen, um... A, because it feels lighter. B, because it doesn't give you that weird like purpley cast. And especially like the browner your skin is, you should definitely be using a clear sunscreen because those ultraviolet blocking ones can really show up on brown skin. And the way the sunscreen works is that it has all of
1: these nanoparticles in it. Mm -hmm. And those nanoparticles are used to basically reflect the sun back out. And so it is literally a protective layer where that it doesn't allow UV rays to get through. Wow, so it's just like, you know how back in the day there were those, and some people still using those silver fold up things that you put in your car mm-hmm. to keep the, the inside of the car from getting too hot. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're just holding those up on our face and sending the sun right back to itself. <laughs> I'm rubber, your glue, back at you. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't get, keep all of the sun out, mm-hmm. but it keeps a lot of the bad sun rays out. So then we had to ask Joanna, is there anything we can skip? Because there's all kinds of stuff on the internet. And we want to know, do we really need
0: all of that? Yeah, there's definitely like products that I feel are overrated. Like, I don't think anyone in the world needs setting spray. Like, what, what is that? What is that? Like, setting spray? You don't need that. Like, what is that? I don't even understand. What's that supposed to do? Like, you, the people think that's like a seal, like a deck when you're sanding down your deck and you need to seal it and make it waterproof. Like, no.
1: We had just talked I about it. I live that. and die by setting spray. Now I know it's just all the application is wrong, Titi. You're not putting your makeup on right because your makeup should stay on. And rolling is not super
0: necessary unless you have something kind of coming up. For me, like, I don't think you need to do, like, rolling or gua sha or anything like that unless you're seriously, like, puffy. You know what I mean? Like, those those techniques are meant to distribute the fluid that's under your skin. So if, you know, you flew in late last night and you're eating salty french fries on the plane and we're up at 5 a.m. glamming and you look puffy, then, like, yeah, let's try to distribute some of that fluid. Like, Every day or whatever. I mean, it feels nice, but I don't think you're really like having some gigantic effect.
1: Does it have to be Jade? Some people use rose quartz. And is that spiritual? (laughs) Like I'm trying to figure out what. So I learned a lot here, but something that you haven't heard us talk about just yet that I think Joanna does beautifully and is really spreading this message all across the Internet. And that's about being bare in the air. Yeah, she has a hashtag on her Instagram. If you put go on Instagram and put hashtag bear in the air, you'll see all of these people who have been following in her footsteps as far as keeping your skin absolutely free of all things when you are flying. Yeah, and really using that time to put on your best, serums and vitamins and whatnot.
0: I love it. I love when I see people tagging me and they're going all in, like, with a sheet mask. Like, I don't even care who's looking. At least under eye mask, like, under a sunglass. But people get, like, sheet mask or, like, gl- lanolin gloves. I'm like, you guys are, like, committed and I love it. I've definitely done a sheet mask on the plane before. I'm like, every, every extra thing you can do. And it's funny because sometimes people will say, oh, I don't like face oil. It feels too greasy on my skin. I guarantee you, if you get on, like a long haul flight and you put oil on and you feel greasy, by the time you land, your skin is gonna just feel like soft and supple and you're not gonna feel any bit of oil whatsoever because your skin's just gonna drink all of it.
1: TT, I feel like this was revolutionary for me. Yeah, I realized that I, I have a good foundation where I have some of the things that she is talking about, maybe not the specific products, some of these products, I don't know if I can afford them, but I think I'm on my way. I think I have the products and I need a little bit more discipline with doing these things faithfully because sometimes by the time I get to the bathroom to get ready to go to bed at night, I'm like a makeup wipe will do. <laughs> and this is just, and sometimes I'm like a Kleenex wipe will do anything will do. Toilet paper will Toilet do. Toilet paper with a little bit of water from the sink will, will do. do. <laughs> and so I need Sometimes to get, that pillowcase will do, and I'll just lay down. <laughs> you just laid <laughs> you let the pillowcase take off the day? Yes, the pillowcase will absorb all the oils. And we didn't even talk about washing your pillowcase. You got to wash your pillowcase. Yes. How many are y'all washing y'all pillowcases? I change my pillow throughout the week because I have a bunch of the same pillows and I just rotate them throughout the bed. And I the, try to wash my pillows every time. My pillowcases every time I do laundry. Is there anything you're gonna do differently now? I think I'm going to try and find like an essence or something. The way she was describing it, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Like mm-hmm. this secret that everyone has been keeping from me, and I I want to try it. So I think I'm going to start doing some Googles and and get just I'm probably just going to put what she what she uses in my Amazon cart if I'm being honest. Yeah, just put it all in there and get to <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll come retrieve the items that, oh, okay. that are for me. No problem. I really want some eye cream. Like I, re- I have some little samples that I got from like Sephora. And I need to just apply, apply, apply. Because mm-hmm. I don't do that. And that skin is tender under there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, not too much though. No. no. Mi- we don't want milia bumps. Yeah. She told us about those. I don't even want to talk about them. Y'all have to Google it. Google milia bumps and be... Prepare to be disgusted. Yeah. It... But you can get rid of those. With a good esthetician. Yes, an, est- an esthetician can get rid of all of those. So don't don't worry. If you have million bumps, it's fine. We got you. We got you. You can go get those removed. So you can find links to all of these products that Joanna mentioned. And additionally, you can find links to some of me and TT's favorite products in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put a link to the lemons. <laughs> you're going to click on TT's link and you're going to have Instacart is going to immediately <laughs> open up. <laughs> like, go to the giant. And get all the lemons you need. Get a bag of lemons. Costco, you need lots of (laughs) lemons. And just put them in the freezer. They'll last longer. Check out the show notes. So I can't wait to hear from you guys. If you have a product that you swear by, send it to us. We want to see. Send it to us on Instagram. Take a picture and make sure you tag us so that we can repost it on Dope Labs. Mm -hmm. And I will probably buy it and I will probably try it out and shout you out if it it works. Yeah, I love to... I love to just, when people follow us, I love to follow them back and just see everything y'all are using, what you're doing, what you're watching, what you're listening to. Yes, all of it. For more on today's episode, check out our cheat sheet and show notes at dopelabspodcast.com. And remember, the phone lines are always open. You can leave us a question or a comment or text us. Our number is 202 567 7028. That's 202 567 7028. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Dopelaps Podcast. TT is on Twitter and Instagram at DR underscore TSHO. And you can find Zakia on Twitter and Instagram at Z said so. And if you do love the show, don't forget to follow us on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Really huge thanks to our guest this week, Joanna Simkin. You can find her on Instagram at Joanna Simpkin and see all of the amazing work that she does. Our producer is Jenny Rattle at Mask. Mixing and sound design by Hannis Brown. Original theme music by Taka Yasuzawa and Alex Sugiura. Additional music by Elijah Alex Harvey. Our intern, Hope Jackson. Dope Labs is brought to you by 3M and is a production of Spotify Studios and Mega Ohm Media Group. And it's executive produced by us, Titi Shadia and Zakia Watley.
0: What's up?